Hello and welcome to Market Matters, Thompson Hyde's podcast series that explores critical legal and regulatory issues affecting the investment management industry. I'm Tanya Goins, Counsel in the Investment Management Group. Today's topic is the process for converting a private fund into a registered fund. The interest in converting so-called hedge funds into registered funds seems to be increasing as hedge fund managers seek out additional ways to earn fee-based income by reaching a larger investment audience. The purpose of this podcast is to review some key elements of the regulatory requirements and documentation process and provide some practice notes for the most economically compelling form of hedge fund conversion, where the conversion is tax-free and the performance record of the hedge fund is preserved for the mutual fund or closed-end fund. For purposes of this podcast, I am assuming the hedge fund is a Delaware LP or LLC whose investments are generally in compliance with the requirements and limitations of the Investment Company Act of 1940, despite not being bound by those limitations. The IRS permits many forms of tax-free exchanges when investors exchange assets or shares of one entity for another that is, in essence, a continuation of the same economic enterprise. This is referred to as a non-taxable contribution to capital. Specifically, under IRS Code Section 351, a hedge fund to registered fund conversion is treated as tax-free for the hedge fund, its shareholders, and their registered fund if a conversion meets the following conditions. 1. Interest holders in the hedge fund control at least 80% of the shares of the mutual fund at the time of conversion. 2. A diversified portfolio under Subchapter M of the IRS Code is transferred. and 3. Liabilities transferred do not exceed assets transferred. Generally speaking, these three conditions are readily testable and most hedge funds would be expected to meet them. Typically, a newly formed registered fund has no historical performance to report. However, under certain conditions, if a newly formed fund is deemed to represent a continuation of a previous or predecessor fund, it may adopt the predecessor fund's standardized average annual total return performance record for use in its prospectus, shareholder reports, advertisements, and sales literature as applicable. Under no action letter guidance given to mass mutual institutional funds, the SEC staff stated that it will not recommend enforcement against a fund that adopts the predecessor fund's performance record under the following conditions. 1. The investment advisor remains the same. 2. The investment objective policies, guidelines, and restrictions are materially equivalent. 3. Management practices are materially identical. 4. The predecessor fund was not formed to incubate the performance. 5. The predecessor fund will transfer its assets in exchange for new fund shares. And 6. The new registered fund discloses that performance is that of the predecessor, which was not subject to the potentially performance-reducing restrictions of the Investment Company Act. Even though mass mutual institutional funds involve the conversion of unregistered separate investment accounts of mass mutual, the SEC staff stated that the predecessor fund principles apply equally to unregistered private investment companies that are exempt from registration under Section 3C1 of the Investment Company Act, for example, hedge funds, which typically operate under this exception. The staff has indicated that this guidance also applies to Section 3C7 hedge funds. Additionally, prior performance may be adjusted to reflect the fees of the new fund rather than the predecessor fund if the new fund's fees are greater than or equal to the predecessor fund. However, given that hedge funds typically have performance fees in addition to advisory fees, this is rarely the case. The private placement memorandum of the hedge fund is usually a good starting point to assess the feasibility of a conversion. Approval of a conversion is typically achieved through approval by the hedge fund general partner or manager, and approval by the hedge fund shareholders in accordance with the hedge fund's governing or offering documents. The conversion is also approved by the registered fund's trustees or directors. 
Documentation of such a conversion typically includes an agreement and plan of reorganization. Other than creating a registered fund into which the hedge fund reorganizes, nothing is typically filed with the SEC to facilitate these reorganizations. The registration statement filed with the SEC for the registered fund must include two years of audited financial statements that are Regulation SX compliant, which means that most hedge funds will need to have the financial statements redone prior to filing the registration statement for the registered fund. In addition, SEC staff guidance with respect to presentation of historical performance indicates that the performance information presented should include the return-reducing effect of performance fee payments. SEC guidance is evolving and typically not uniform from staff member to staff member, so you may want to check with your examiner, if known, before you do your initial filing for the latest guidance on presentation of performance. In general, many hedge funds are eligible for an economically efficient conversion to a registered fund, where no tax burden is created and the performance record of the hedge fund is preserved. Furthermore, simple screening can quickly determine if a potential converter from a hedge fund to a registered fund meets the test for tax-free status and performance track record preservation. Thank you for listening to Market Matters. I hope you have found the information shared during today's program valuable. If you would like to learn more about today's topic or Thompson Hines Investment Management Group, please visit thompsonhine.com. With approximately 400 lawyers and seven offices, Thompson Hine is a full-service business law firm recognized for innovation and client service. Our smart path approach provides clients with service that is predictable, efficient, and aligned with their goals. 